Good morning, evening, night, or whatever time you're listening to this. Listen, do not beat me up in the alleyway. Please do not pull my hair in a corridor with no camera in sight. Like, I literally don't want you to do any of those things. I have not recorded in a while. <laughs> and now I sound like YouTubers who are like, y'all, I'm so sorry. Like, life got ahead of me. Like, I promise I'll be posting more. Like, I won't promise I'll be posting more. But I will say this, the last one that I recorded was the chip shortage, which was like weeks ago when I got my first car. So that just tells you how busy I've been, how much I've had to do that I haven't recorded in like two weeks. Also, mind you, I'm at home. So it's a lot harder for me to like find times to record because I'm literally going from school to work. I mean, from <laughs> work to home. And then I've got, you know, people around me. I don't really like talking about my deepest personal things <laughs> in front of people, which is crazy that I have a podcast and literally anybody can listen to it because I don't like talking to my deepest. Anywho, um, moving on from that. So, yeah, so I've been gone for a minute. In the meantime, in the between time, we have had a hurricane. Um, hurricane Ian has come through devastated places, things, all that stuff. Um, it's been quite um, an interesting experience, being that it hit a lot worse than what we were anticipating, and it hit a lot worse than a previous hurricane, because I've only experienced two hurricanes, because I've only lived in Florida for like nine years. So the first hurricane I experienced was Irma, and then this one's my second one. And compared to Irma, it's a lot, a lot worse. We were out for Irma, like out of school, for like three days, I think, and then we went back to school. Literally, we have been out and we're gonna be out for this whole entire week and we were out for three days last week because it was just, it hit through and it just, no, we were out for four days last week. We were out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we're out this entire week because we have so much repairs to do and people don't, like, we still don't have water at my house. We don't have running water, so that's been fun <laughs> especially considering i haven't taken a shower since the hurricane has happened um yeah now mind you i have been doing like the little like wipe down but it's just not the same it's not the same using a water bottle to shower is not the same and i feel like i didn't realize how much running water was a part of our lives like, literally, I didn't realize you cannot flush the toilet without running water. And so we have to put water in a bucket and then dump it so that from, like, a certain height so that it, like, pushes through. Ah, y'all. <laughs> y'all. It's, it's interesting out here, you know? We've limited the amount of activities we've done. Like, I have not been to the gym because I just don't want to sweat because I don't want to because I know I can't take a shower you know and can't wash your hands so hand sanitizer and Lysol wipes it is and it just does not feel the same like my hands do not feel clean <laughs> so I was like whatever bro today I'm gonna take me some water bottles and I'm gonna do whatever I can to get clean because it has been too long too long I'm telling y'all too long um can't wash clothes either so I have to be very particular in 
how and when I'm wearing certain clothes so I don't run out of clothes because I don't know how long this is going to last. Anywho, enough about the complaining. That's just the current situation I'm in. Um, but it's interesting. It really is. And I keep saying it's interesting. No, it, it actually is interesting because it's like, how how do we navigate this, you know? So that's a good thing or that's a thing that's going on. Um, another thing, just to update y'all, I'm just updating today. Um, just to update y'all, I have a, a person in my life. I'm not going to call them a friend because we're not at that level. And I, quite frankly, from the way things are progressing, I don't think we'll get to that level. Um, I have an acquaintance who I like kind of reconnected with from high school. And when we were in high school, this dude was actually somebody who like, I really loved. Like I knew he was so funny and we just had this like, like energy where we bounced off of one another so well and we had a couple classes together so we became kind of close and at the time I actually liked him but he had a girlfriend so then I was like ah okay whatever you know <laughs> just kind of pushed it aside so then <clears throat> I followed him on Instagram a couple months ago and when I first got sick with COVID and I wasn't able to go to uh, the school to teach for my first week of school, I had posted it on my story and he like had commented something. And I think I've already talked about this. I'm not going to go too in depth, but he had commented something on it and it sparked a conversation. And then we started talking again and it was really fun for me because I don't know, there was like a banter. There was like this silliness, this goofy nature, but then there was also like this like undertone of romantic interest that I was like oh I kind of want to pursue this because you know what I mean like I'm 20 like I'm out here I'm trying to you know be with somebody or whatever mm -hmm. so I was like okay so I had pursued it a little bit and like furthered it I wasn't going too far but I was trying to like let him know like hey I'm a little bit interested in you I see you're interested in me a little bit interested in you but there was never like a it was never an overtone always undertone under 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 <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. So we hung out. Yeah, we hung out one time at Bonnie and T and we were like talking and stuff like that. And it was a fun conversation. Like, like I said, he's somebody who's, I see as fun. Like he is fun to talk to for me. Um, but I'm just starting to see more and more that he's somebody who I can't be around frequently because he drains me. And this is something that I'm like, oof, I got to be aware of. Because number one, he drains me because his humor is so vastly different than mine. And yet he persists to send me stuff to try to see, is this funny? You don't find this funny? Why can't you find this funny? This is hilarious. And it's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> we get that we don't have the same humor. Why are you still sending me stuff then? You know what I mean? You're not, the, you're not that guy. <laughs> you're not that guy to be sending me funny things like for example Kamari and I send each other funny stuff all the time literally to the point of like we get exhausted of one another because we're constantly sending each other TikToks and memes and reels like because things are just funny and so since we have a similar humor we send each other stuff and we actually both find it funny well now it's to the point where he's sending me stuff I don't find it funny and I don't want to watch that stuff so I'm just gonna stop watching it right and I'm like, okay, but then I feel bad, not, not that I feel bad, but I just, 
I don't want that to be the sole thing that stops us from conversating because like I said, he's somebody who I do enjoy having conversations with. You know what I mean? So I don't want the fact that we have different humors to stop that. But I also don't want you to keep sending me um, freaking videos that I don't find funny. You know what I mean? Okay. And that's on my part too, because he doesn't find my videos funny. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to stop sending you videos because obviously you don't have the capacity to really intake the jokes that I like, you know? And so that's okay. That's totally fine. We don't have to laugh at the same stuff. Um, and so, yeah. And then also his humor is like, not to judge his humor, but his humor is like a little bit like dark. And so I just... I'm not on that. I'm not on that end. I'm not on that side of the internet. You know, he's on that side of the internet. I'm on one side. He's on the other side. And that's okay. That is totally fine. Um, <clears throat> then he has this way of talking and like, it makes me want to throw up because he wants to be that guy that like, he's like the, I, I, where's my hug guy. Like, he's like the guy that's like, Where's my hug? You know, and it's like, okay, first of all, back up. Um, no. Second of all, I don't even like you like that. I don't even know you like that. I can't like you if I don't know you, you know? And so I'm over here trying to like get to know him as a friend and possibly see if we could be friends. But I mean <laughs> from the it's just so much. It's so much to unpack. So let me just keep going so I can just process through this and finally make a decision. Um, so, oh, I'm out of breath, y'all. I'm out here walking. Let me stop. <laughs> so, basically, he has this way of talking that actually really does annoy me because it's, like, personally, I struggle a lot with, like, like, purity and, like, stuff like that. And so to have somebody who's constantly saying stuff that goes directly against that is not helpful because then it makes me start thinking and analyzing and doing all this other stuff it's like girl calm down you know what I mean so he's over here texting me talking about some uh Hannah I want to cuddle first of all <laughs> why are you texting me about that you need to solve that problem on your own and that's what I literally told him I said um I said okay well you know I don't know what you want me to do with that information and he was like he said what did he say let me go back to it because it's a very, very interesting um, dynamic. Let me see. Okay. So he said, okay, and what I said, okay, and what am I supposed to do with that information? He said, I mean, do with it as you wish. I just want to cuddle someone. I said, LMAO, well, I hope you figured that one out. And then I asked him if they got um, water and power. And then he said, he said, no, he said, wow. And then he said, we have water, not power. I said, dang, we got power, but no water. And then he said, you don't get the urge to just cuddle with someone? Like, never? And since you have power, can I come over, right? I said, um, I do. That's what I have my mom for, first of all. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? And then he said, um, and I said, LMAO, if only my whole family could come and shower at yours. And then he said, I mean, and then... He says, well, if you know anyone that would like to cuddle, let me know. First of all, we are in the middle of a hurricane, sir. I do not need this right now. <laughs> I do not need this. I do not need that energy. I do not need that 
simp nature. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not even at that level where that's the type of stuff we sh- could even, like, be thinking about. You know what I mean? Anywho, so it's stuff like that. Like, just this, like, it's almost needy. Like, it's almost like he wants to be absorbed. He wants me to be absorbed in him, and he wants to be absorbed in me, and I'm not for that. Um, and I even caught that in his personality when we were talking at Bonnie and T, which is why I had decided after we had talked that I was like, I had decided at that moment, he's not somebody who I'm going to pursue romantically because I can see that there is like an unequally yoked thing there. So <clears throat> basically, I feel like I'm not even saying anything, but I'm saying so much all at one time. It's a lot going on in my brain right now. So basically what I mean by that is he is somebody who said he literally said this verbatim well when I love somebody I become completely absorbed in that person like I'm just all for that person and they're the only thing that matters to me and I think some people think that's admirable some people think that's desirable it's not for me because I don't want you to be completely absorbed in me I want you to be an independent person who loves me like I want you to love me but I don't want you to be absorbed in me you need to be absorbed in God like that's something for him not for me because I can't handle that that is burdening to me to constantly be your safe like to constantly be your place of refuge I can't do that you know what I mean if you are getting peace from being absorbed in me then baby you gonna have a lot of uh difficulty because I'm I'm not God I'm a human like I'm a human being <laughs> like that one um Nicki Minaj I'm a human being like I am and I can't um give you everything you need in life that's God's responsibility and so for him to even say stuff like that like and then he he thinks it's like admirable and it's not and for me it's not at least and even when we were at Bonnie and T he said okay so I was like oh I'm not hungry and he was like are you sure and I said um yeah and then or no when we first were ordering I was under the impression that we were ordering separately because like we're friends I didn't see it as a date like I didn't think it was a date so I was like okay I just saw it as we're two friends going out to get something to eat and we're going to pay separately. And so when we were paying, he's like, no, I got it. I'm like, really? He's like, no, I got it. I said, okay, well, I'm not going to argue. You know what I mean? So I didn't pay. Then he, he's like, well, I'm kind of hungry. I want to get something to eat. I said, okay, cool. And he was like, do you want anything? I was like, no, I'm good. Are you sure? Like, he's like literally badgering me to get something. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'll just eat whatever you have. Like, I'll eat like, you know, part of whatever you have. And like, that's what I find. Like, but I'm like, stop pushing me and forcing me and making me feel like I need to buy something to eat when I just said I'm not hungry. And then you're going to force me to not pay for it. Like, I don't see this as a date so I want to pay for something you know what I mean and if I say I want to pay for something don't force me to feel like I shouldn't you know what I mean unless we're at a husband or boyfriend level that's not acceptable you know what I mean like if you're my husband and you're like hey yo no 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 I'm gonna pay for it I'm gonna pay for it like that's a different story because we have the same bank account so technically I'm still paying for it <laughs> or like if you're my boyfriend that's fine but don't that just 
irked me inside. And now I'm starting to see that actually this is probably a person who's not meant to be in my life because there's so many things. <laughs> like, I don't know. These are not, and these are really big red flags. Like, it's the Star Spangled Banner over here. Like, <laughs> I don't think this is it. So, and not even for a friend. That's the thing, is that I wasn't even thinking about this in the pursuit of, like, a romantic relationship with him. Like, I was not like, well, at first I had thought. I did have a thought of, like, oh, like, what if we ended up dating? Da, 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 da. But then I was just like, okay, no, let me bring it back down to friend, because I don't even know him as a person yet, right? And so now I'm getting to know him as a person, and I'm like, dang, this dude ain't even a suitable friend. Like, he's not even somebody I would want to be friends with. Like, why are you forced? Anywho. So, yeah. And then, on top of that, it's just, it just makes me want to throw up. It's just like, why are you doing this? And then he thinks it's cute. And he thinks it's admirable. And he thinks it's chivalrous to be so absorbed in somebody and when I love someone they're just the only person I look at and I'm and it's like for me that's not how I operate like I'm a person who's very independent I don't need you all up on me you know what I mean that's too much so yeah anywho it's just it's just interesting so and then on top of that I also don't even like this is if I were to be with him this is something to consider, but this is not necessarily a consideration um, if we were to be friends, which was my first and foremost pursuit, but I wasn't even physically attracted to him, like in a romantic way. And so that's another thing too. But also I recognize that like physical attraction comes and goes. Like you could think someone's not attractive. And then later on, when you get to know more about them, you actually do find them attractive. So it's like, you know, it's like a it's something that's very fluid, so I don't really base my decisions off of it. But what I do base my decisions off of is this, and this is my final point on this. Number one, we do not share the same humor, nor do we share the same values. Um, number two, we, though it's entertaining to hang out, um, we have very different um, we're at very different levels emotionally as far as attachment because I'm only seeing him as a friend. He's pushing it to want more potentially. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> and number three, I do not like the feeling of being forced. I don't like the feeling of being forced to do something just because you want to be seen as chivalrous or you want to be seen as admirable. I don't like that. That's not me. That's not how I operate. And so I don't like to force other people to do things. Whew, that's a lesson learned because I was previously like that. But I don't now I'm at a stage in my life where I've learned so much and I've learned how forcing people to do things never works out in my favor. And so I was like, I'm not a person who forces things and I don't want to be with someone who forces things and not to compare him to other people but to compare this type of dynamic not him the individual but the dynamic you know of me feeling forced of me feeling drained emotionally when I talk to him yet at the same time enjoying kind of the entertainment like that type of dynamic is so different than some of the other dynamics I have with my other guy friends like a lot of my other guy friends are very um, 
like, I don't know, they, they have very similar core values. Like I think of people like Logan, I think of people like Kel and Jovan, like those are people who, when I elevated them to the friend status in my life, I felt comfortable with that because they were people who I felt like reflected my core values, at least to some degree. And I feel like they were people who um, have my best interest at heart and I have my best interest, my best interests for them as well. So like, it's a mutual desire for us to grow into um, whatever, whatever. I'm done talking about this. So (laughs) essentially what I'm trying to say is he's somebody who I'm not even going to be friends with because I don't appreciate the dynamic we have and I don't appreciate the way that I feel when I'm with him. Like I do like the entertainment aspect of it, but every other aspect is not something I'm interested in. And so I think that's something that I'm just going to ease off of. I don't want to ghost him because I feel like that's rude, but also at the same time, I don't want to put myself at a place of compromise um especially when I'm not enjoying the things that I'm already seeing right now like it's only going to get (laughs) it's only going to potentially get worse the more that I get to know him because I'm already seeing these things that I don't like right now and so what what more is there to explore you know what I mean other than what's going to be worse potentially so I'm just going to see this person as an acquaintance nothing more and he wasn't even anything more like it literally was nothing at all it just never grew like it was the baseline and it still remains at the baseline it was never anything that I was going to elevate and so yeah he's somebody who I'm not gonna be friends with not pursue anything further with um and I think I need to start setting some boundaries on communication because I don't like the TikToks that he's sending me and stuff like that so I'm going to definitely mention that and be like hey yo <laughs> listen I'm, I'm not really vibing with this please stop <laughs> and um I'm also just gonna straight up say like I'm not interested in you in that way please refrain from all the I want to cuddle I want this type of conversation because that's not my vibe and I'm not I'm not feeling it so anywho that's that on him um another like update is I've been watching this reality TV show. I'm not gonna say I've been watching. I watched four episodes of it one night and then I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't really want to watch anymore. But it was interesting for the four episodes I watched. Um it was called Flavor of Love and it's basically like all these girls in this one house are trying to like compete to be the one who like flavor flave which i didn't even know who he was like i've never heard of this man in my life and um good morning and so they're all competing like it's almost like the bachelor like they're all competing for his love and stuff like that and the only reason why i watched it was because it has um tiffany i forgot her last name but tiffany somebody she's like a huge person in the meme world like there's so many memes made off of the words that she said I mean the um, phrases that she says and stuff like that so I don't know like she's really funny and so I was watching it because I, I saw that she was in that show and also um what's his name Mike's Mike from YouTube also was talking about her and he was talking about the show and I was like okay now I gotta go watch it so I went to go watch it and it turns out they have like almost all, I think all the seasons free on YouTube. 
so I started watching the first season and I got through like four episodes and it's like really interesting like it's definitely dramatic you know typical reality tv show typical like you know they doing the most for no reason <laughs> but it was pretty funny because there was a lot of really funny moments and I feel like actually the quality of the show is pretty good for a reality tv show like it doesn't feel super fake or superficial like I don't know how to explain it like you know it's definitely scripted but it doesn't feel like it is and the like flavor Flav he's actually like pretty an interesting character like even though he's kind of wild and rambunctious and weird and he's got these like little different quirky things going on like he stay wearing a clock what is his obsession with clocks that's what I want to know if you've ever seen the show what is his obsession with clocks I do not know um but he he's pretty interesting but he actually says like advice and stuff like that that's pretty reasonable so I kind of like him as a person like he's weird but I kind of like him as a person and then um all the different people in the show are just interesting characters like everybody is so interesting it's an interesting show so that's what I've been up to I definitely stayed up longer than necessary watching it though because I was up to like five in the morning just watching it because I was like I was bored and I didn't have anything to do and I knew that I wasn't going to be doing anything this week so I was like eh, whatever <laughs> I just sat there and I watched four episodes and I was just watching 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 um oh yeah and then another update I think I have two more no three yeah three so next week oh, i don't know either next week or <clears throat> starting this week i'm gonna try my vegan week again because i've been wanting to go vegan for a while so i'm like okay well, i'm gonna try doing the week thing again because i did one week vegan like a some like two summers ago Seven summers ago. okay let me stop so <laughs> i did a vegan week like seven summers ago and it wasn't actually seven I think it was two summers ago and I loved it and so I wanted to do it again this week and I think this week I'm going to start getting my stuff prepped like I want to go and buy a rice cooker because I was watching this one girl and she has a rice cooker and she made like chipotle bowls um which I love chipotle like I don't know why I'm obsessed I always say this but I feel like I have the taste buds of a two-year-old right now. Like, the only thing I want to eat is a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A or Chipotle bowls or burritos. Like, that's the only thing I have a taste for nowadays. And I really want to change that because, number one, it's expensive for that to be my only taste. But also, number two, like, I want to, like, expand a little bit more and, like, enjoy the food that I actually eat at home and stuff like that. Like, I don't even like home-cooked meals anymore. <laughs> I only want a burrito and so um I think that's because my diet mainly as a college student consisted of that type of stuff and so I think for the past two years that's what I've been so accustomed to that my like I haven't actually changed like what I eat because you know like when I was living here I used to love eating stuff like that like eating home cooked meals and da -da -da -da. but now it's like I just want Panda Express every day and I can't do that but I did used to do that like literally I used to eat Panda Express every day as a college student because it was right on campus and that's what I could do and so um 
I'm definitely gonna have to change that. But I think, so I, I was watching this girl, back to the main point, and she was making the chipotle rice bowls, but she had a rice cooker and she had made it and then she put like the the lime and the cilantro in there. So she made the cilantro lime rice. And I was like, man, I think I should get a rice cooker so it'll be easier to cook rice and like <coughs> do my meal prep and stuff like that. Because that's the main thing that I'm finding like I struggle with is doing my meal prep. And so I'm like, well, if I can get that kind of under wraps, then maybe it won't be so difficult, right? To do my vegan week. And then also, I think sometime this week, I wanna try, or next week, I wanna try um, using tofu. And I, we did it before, but like, I don't know. I didn't really like it because my dad didn't really like it. Well, he did it two different ways. I think he did one that was unseasoned, like he just cooked it regular. And then I think, no, we never actually tried it seasoned. So I want to do it a different way where I cut it up into cubes, like how you would if you were to put it on like a burrito or a chicken uh, or a bowl, like how you would cut up the chicken. And then I want to season it and try it out because really all it is is beans. And beans taste gross when you don't have it seasoned. And so, yeah. Or I could just get it with just... Um, I could just make it with just black beans too. So that's another option. Have a lot of options. And then I also want to get reusable bags, like those reusable Ziploc bags. Because first of all, I hate wasting and being wasteful. Um, and I know I am. Like it's just natural, part of human nature that there's going to be something we're going to be wasteful about. But I don't want to use a Ziploc bag every day. So I was thinking if I got the reusable Ziploc bags, I could put like my lettuce and my tomatoes and my pico de gallo in there, or like I could get another little container for my pico de gallo. And that way <clears throat> I'm not wasting as much Ziploc bags, but I don't want to put my lettuce in there because I, when I heat it up, I want to put the lettuce on top. You know what I'm saying? So my lettuce don't get wilted. So those are just some thoughts that are running through my mind about vegan week. If you have any like simple recipes that you think I would want to try, Kamari, you know, I'm talking directly to you if you're listening to this because there's nobody else here. But if you have any like recommendations for what to eat during the vegan week, please let me know. I also want to do sushi again, but um, I'm going to have to get a sushi mat for that. Because last time I tried to do the sushi, it was actually pretty good, not going to lie. I did do a pretty good job, but I want to get a sushi mat next time so I can do a better job. Um, <coughs> I think that's pretty much it on that. Next point is that I am currently in the process of processing a lot of things and one of the biggest things that i'm processing right now is no longer being a student like going from the student mindset to the now professional work career mindset is something i have been talking about non-stop since I have graduated, I've been talking about how difficult it is for me to make friends, how difficult it is for me to whatever, whatever. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of like feeling so bad about it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, ugh, I'm over it. So I basically decided like all of these feelings that I'm feeling in my heart of like discontentment and of wanting to go back and be back in the college life and wanting to whatever, whatever, all of that stuff I'm feeling. I was like, I think I'm just going to create a character in a story that embodies that. 
I'm gonna be like Yubba, like this, I feel like this song, you know, embodies, you know, what was lost and brings me back to whatever she said. Y'all, I don't know the direct quote, but all I know is I want to do something that embodies what I'm feeling right now and personify it. I wanna take this feeling that I have and these desires that I have and personify it and create a character that I relate to and make this story surrounding this character. And I've already begun that process because at random moments, like I'll just get inspiration from God. And I do really believe it's from God because I can't replicate it. Like, I feel like if it wasn't from God, I'd be able to replicate like how I do it, but I really can't replicate it. Like it genuinely is 10 o'clock at night and out of nowhere, I have this random idea and I start writing and bam, it starts making sense. And it's this whole thing. Like I have a bunch of notes that are like that, that just random things that come to mind. But the crazy thing is it's all connected. So I was like, well, why not turn this into like, um, you know me, I'm a book, I'm a book enthusiast. So I was like, why not turn this into a book? So that's what I'm doing. Currently working on a book and I <clears throat> not sure how long it's going to be. Not sure if it's going to be novel size, if it's going to be just a short read. Like, I don't know any of that. I'm literally just rolling with what is presented. I'm rolling with whatever comes to mind. And so that's how we're currently operating. But I think it's going to be interesting. I have some characters who I feel like are going to embody different aspects of my feelings. Like, for example, a character to embody this complete desperation for a significant other and then another character who embodies because that's how I feel at times and then another character who embodies that complete disassociation with that feeling like the feeling of like I don't need that I don't want that actually I'm okay where I am like the, like there's so many differences in my personality and differences and things that I think about that I was like why not just create a character problem so that's currently like the thing that's going on over here um I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be all of those things and more. Not entirely sure how it's going to work out. But like I said, it's all just like by inspiration. Like it's all just by whatever comes to mind. That's all I do. I've never like, I never want to just like force it and just like push it. Like I don't want to do that if it's not necessary. So I'm just going to see what happens, let it flow, how it flows. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it on that, I think. Yeah, I think. Oh, another thing. So, a positive thing that has happened because of this, I was about to say pandemic. Girl, we are still in a pandemic, but that wasn't what just happened. It was the um, hurricane, what's it called? So, a positive thing that happened was I finally finished reading Dune. Girl, that book has taken me so long to read. Literally, I started this book in the summer, like July, <laughs> and it's September. And I, no, it's October, and I just finished. So, yeah, you know, I'm the ish, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm joking. But um, it was a real, like, I finally finished. It was a really good book. It actually left me feeling kind of like... I don't know, not empty, but like there was a part missing when I finished the book because I'm so used to having that book to go to because I've been reading it for so long that when I finished it, I genuinely felt like 
a piece had just like left i was like oh my goodness but it was such a good book so let me tell you about some of the things that i noticed um throughout the book and at the end of the book number one i loved the way that the author wrote this part of the book where he's losing his friends so the main character paul is basically like he's gone through so many trials but he's supposed to be this like savior whatever for this group of people called the fremen and basically what happens is he ends up losing so much in his life like he lost his father and throughout all of these losses and everything he's experiencing he's also like simultaneously losing his childhood and he's losing like his innocence and so now he has to put away all those childish things that he like he basically has to grow up very quickly he's like 15 and he's given the responsibility of taking care of his mother taking care of his little sister then he ends up leading these freeman people like the series of events progresses and he ends up leading these freeman people because he's supposed to be the long-awaited savior or whatever of their tribe <coughs> so he ends up le leading all these people all this stuff like that at like a very young age and so there's all this responsibility on him plus he's trying to work through his own like little things he's got going on and so it's a lot it's a lot for old boy to handle so he um yeah he kind of goes like crazy a little bit not crazy but like he kind of like gets a little eager to kill because mind you he's supposed to be like the savior of these people and all that stuff like that so he's a little eager to kill and all that stuff like that but you start noticing that because he is now elevating in his status of like becoming the best out of the tribe or whatever he actually no longer has comrades so he no longer has people he can really like confide in or people he can really connect with and you see that between him and Stilgar like Stilgar was his comrade because they were equals at one point but then as Paul continues to be elevated in his status both by his own doing like he is also elevating himself but then also the people are elevating him because the people are seeing him as like the one and only person who can save them and all this so as his status is beginning to be elevated as he's beginning to prove himself to the tribe as their leader like he no longer has friends and it's kind of crazy because one of his friends Stilgar like the the exact moment that it happened was like so heartbreaking when Paul realized that he no longer had a friend in Stilgar because Stilgar saw him as their leader. And so now he's like, I don't know, like now Stilgar is seeing himself as beneath Paul as opposed to being his equal and as opposed to being his friend. And I just thought that was like really well written that, I don't know. And so it's really sad because Paul is somebody who literally has lost so many people in his life. Like he's lost his father, he's lost, um, his mother because now his mother is like the like the prophetess lady of their tribe of sorts she's called the benet jesserit or something like that but um it's basically like she's the prophetess lady and so like she's doing her own thing over here so he's just losing so many people in his life and then to see stilgar one of his friends that he was equals with now being lost is like pretty pretty sad and then there's also like the heartbreak of him losing his father and he didn't really have time to grieve his father 
like he could have cried but he chose not to because he felt like he needed to like he felt like he needed to be a man and that he needed to whatever whatever and so he never really grieved his father he never really felt those emotions for his father he didn't cry for his father and so you can see that like grief and regret like bubbling up to the surface but then also on top of that his son dies later on in the book spoiler alert i forgot to say all this um (laughs) his son dies later on in the book and he ends up not crying for his son either even though his wife cries for his son he doesn't cry for his son and so you see him like constantly faced with loss and with grief and these really deep emotions and yet not giving time or energy to feeling those emotions which is why i think he ended up going a little bit cuckoo not like crazy he wasn't like wild but he was just like he became very cold-hearted Um, And I think that's because of so much loss that he's faced, but then him not actually reconciling with that loss. And then on top of that, I just think it was a wonderful book. I love the character development of Paul, loved the ending. I thought it was going to end with him like dying or something or like, I don't know. I thought he was going to be like very prideful because you do start seeing like his arrogance coming out as he's proven the person who's like above all or whatever you start seeing him becoming a little bit arrogant, kind of with the mindset of like, I can take anybody at any time. Um, And I thought he was going to be so haughty at the end of the book that it was going to contribute to his downfall. But I actually really liked the way that it ended. I liked that it ended with him taking care of the people that he loved, um, like his wife and his mother. I loved that he used his victory to secure their safety and success and security. Like all of those things were such great endings to the book, um, which I really, really loved and appreciated. And I think there's more books in this series, but um, I'll have to check those out later. I also love to see his love for Shawnee and his mother. Um, and I also like that the book feels like actual, like an actual science book. Like it has an appendix, it has an index, it has like all these different things. And at the beginning of each chapter is like a quote from one of the uh, the characters in the book. And it's, it's like constantly like, it's quoting almost like it's historical evidence but um it's not actual real historical evidence it's fictional historical evidence and so it's just so interesting and um yeah i like that it's very book like because you know how there's so many stories about this guy had to make it independently and all that stuff like that it's got an air of that where like he's very independent can't rely on anybody but then also it's got this air of like family connectedness that i think is really cool like it's an interesting dynamic how he how he did that so yeah, that's pretty much it on that. I finished the book really happy. I also started another book called Jane Eyre. I've been meaning to read that book, but I just started it. And I'm actually glad that I just started it now because I feel like there's so many connections that I have to it in this season that I wouldn't have had in another season. So I'm excited to read that book. And um, I've already got some like pieces of the book that I think are amazing that I really love and I'm already connected to and like can't wait to share. But um, I'm gonna wait and share it later. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much it. It's also a big book too. So I doubt that I'm going to be able to like finish it within this week. But since we do have this entire week off, it is my goal to get through a good chunk of it. Um, just so like I can, I don't know, enjoy it and see where it goes. So that's pretty much it. And that's all. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day and bye-bye.